0: I'm Jess.
1: And I'm George.
0: And this is Transpantastic,
1: a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it.
0: So you got an email.
1: Yes, I got an email.
0: Who was this email from?
1: The boy's mother.
0: Number two child's other mom. Yes. Who, to catch up on the past year and a half, if we are speaking to new listeners, she attempted to accuse me and then you and then the two of us together of abuse. And obviously, that was baseless accusations, but it took the investigation process to find that out, you know, to clear us of the allegations. Yes, and ever since then, it's been this roller coaster merry go round. I said it's a merry go round because it's just going to happen again and again and again. And your work wife said it's a roller coaster because it's up and down and up and down. The cycle.
1: There, there is a cycle that happens. And I tend to forget about it in between because if I didn't, I wouldn't have a break from knowing it was coming back.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs>
1: uh Where suddenly there's a bunch of problems that nobody knew were there and they're the biggest problems in the world. And I get to hear all about them in an email. I get to read all about it.
0: Well, it's better than dealing with an hour and a half phone call where you have to deal all about it.
1: True. And I haven't done that lately, and that's probably why there's a long email. I was keeping things...
0: You were being her therapist once a month.
1: No, I wasn't being a therapist. I was just listening and not trying to reason.
0: You were being what she expects of a
1: therapist once a month. Probably true. There's some need for attention. (gasps) No. Yes. Other people, not us introverts, have this problem. And some of them really have it.
0: Yes. And some people have other challenges that make it difficult for them to recognize the difference between positive and negative attention, or to not understand appropriate ways to seek the attention that they want, or to engage with negative attention-seeking measures anyway.
1: The other part of it is that nobody else is seeing the problem. Like, she's the only one who has the knowledge of this big problem. And the boy is only talking to her about his massive fears, or whatever the problems are. I mean, I take him to a therapist, and he did, when I first took him back to therapy, he did talk to the therapist quite a bit about fears he was having.
0: Yes, mostly about his mother's health.
1: Yes. And some of us feel that he he doesn't feel like he can get any attention any other way than to bring her some problems. You know, oh, I, poor me, I have all these problems. And then he can get her attention because and a lot of her her attention at his house is on her own self and her health and, you know, everything she needs. Mm-hmm. And, and he's a big attention hog too. So he really likes a lot of attention.
0: And if he's not getting it, he will find a way to get it. Just like... Last night when we had our lawyer friend over, who we'll have on again soon because he's coming up on his 10th anniversary. Yes. Um, He insisted on being the center of the conversation when we were eating dinner. And then after he was done, he came and brought his remote control toy out and wanted to be the center of attention running it into...
1: It's a remote control
0: fly. Thank you, Grandma. Oh,
1: for fuck's sake. The rolling kind
0: of fly, not the flying kind of fly.
1: Yes, It has wheels. Anyway. The package said bumblebee. That thing is not a bumblebee.
0: (laughs) I think we need to do with it like we do with all the other house flies. (laughs) But anyway.
1: Feed it to Bob.
0: The kid with the developmental delay definitely doesn't understand the difference between. Well, he I think he may actually understand better than his mother the difference between positive and negative attention. But only because we've actually had these discussions with I him. I think
1: that he might be able to admit to it more.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: I think they un- their understanding is you know within ten points of each other, and then he, he's he's more willing to admit it.
0: Yes, that's true. Which some months ago, two or three months ago, maybe, he admitted that he had been lying when he was making up some of the things that he was scared about before to her. That he was saying, oh, this bothers me, that bothers me. And she called him out on it.
1: And he admitted he had been over exaggerating. That's what he called it.
0: I have a feeling that when we ask him about these things that she's sharing, that he's going to say she is overreacting. Because that's usually what he says when we...
1: What he says when he doesn't want to have that topic at our house now. Her emails are are, you know, I hope I'm not being a problem, but Actions speak louder than
0: words. I'm sorry. A whole you bunch don't of... hope you're not being a problem. You hope that we will forgive you and give you attention anyway for being a problem.
1: Yeah, well, I can't think of Many people that would disagree with that. Can't think of any, actually, myself, but... um, (laughs) In
0: all of our extended family? No? Okay,
1: continue. Somebody said to me, oh, whenever they start out like that... It was our lawyer friend last night. It was our lawyer friend last (laughs) night reading this email, yes. That uh, means that they intend to be a problem. Yep. So, um...
0: Yes, because he said, it's sort of like when you hear the saying, I'm not racist, but, or I'm not sexist, but, you know, whatever's coming after it is bigoted. Yes. It's the same thing. I'm not trying to be a problem, or I hope this doesn't cause you any trouble, but.
1: Right. I mean, if they really believe that, they believe that, but nobody else is believing it because that's their reality and it's not the other side's reality. So when I went to my work wife today, when I got to work, she says, uh, so if you want to take a walk or something, I could tell you what I think about that email because for a while, I couldn't read any of these things. And that's because there was always an attack and there was no even falsehood of, I hope I'm not being a problem. It was just-
0: Here's your problem. It, there, and
1: Yeah, it was just Here's full my blast. problem
0: with your problem. And how dare you make problems for my kid and me?
1: Yes. And so I wouldn't read any of them because I was not wanting to be attacked.
0: And you let your work wife be yeah, your my, email filter for a while.
1: Yeah, she was willing. And so I, I got there and she said, if you want to take a walk or something, I can tell you what I think. And I said, well, I'm not really concerned that your cubby mate will think my ex-wife is crazy, (laughs) but... It doesn't matter if... Here's the thing. I think a lot of people are crazy. And as a mental health professional, I don't have a problem with people being crazy unless they make it a problem. Right. And this this has become a problem over time because I don't see the same reality. Then I check with other people in case I'm missing something. Right. Nobody else sees the same reality. Then I bring them to the therapist and he tells us she's overreacting or he was over exaggerating or whatever it is. Right. Uh, so said work wife's cubby mate was amused that's uh, that's great uh she's she's not having a lot of joy at work Mm -hmm. so i thought she might as well listen to us go on about ourselves because we we banter about it yes and i say well let me tell you this is all coping humor it's all coping humor it's not an attack on anybody no we're not trying to be a problem but we don't have to say that we're just like trying to solve our own problems by talking our way through it and yeah you know using humor
0: so this discussion went on
1: yeah and I, I told the work wife, I said, "Well, here's what I think. I think this is just I haven't paid enough attention in a while, and so now there has to be, you know, some big deal about something." Uh. And and she agreed with that. First, we we gave the cubby mate a little background on this, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, that's horrible." I said, "Yeah, it is, and it's a shame because it wasn't like this before." So um I just I. So what else I, did your work wife have
0: to say about it? Like what were her other insights from someone who hasn't been accused of beating our child?
1: Um, she thinks uh, that the boy's mom is in a time of, uh, she's in a love of of interactions with enough people and is feeling the lack thereof and so has to like make a bigger deal out of everything until they get enough attention.
0: And this is part of that cyclical nature of her challenges that you know, she will make a bunch of friends, but then she will alienate all of those friends and then she will feel lonely and grumpy and then she will make problems and not like the negative consequences and then straighten herself out and make more friends and it all starts over again.
1: Yeah, it's a shame, but you know, it's not my problem, except it when it be is. your problem this time. Except when it is. Well, yes. When I get an email.
0: When, when it gets shoved onto your plate because here's your problem now. I found your problem. You will pay attention to me uh, because I found it for you.
1: My work wife. I was going to call her our work wife.
0: <laughs>
1: my, my work wife said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll drive her back to Texas. How does that sound? <laughs> and I said, I don't think she'll go. Yeah. But it was, a, you know, she's trying to be using some humor as well.
0: I, I appreciate that. Of,
1: you know, if you can't solve a problem a nice way, you have to solve it the next way. So, um, yeah. So the email.
0: Yes, the email.
1: Which I don't think I have fully read yet. I like start to read it and then I just, (laughs) my mind just goes somewhere else and I find myself in a different paragraph. This
0: is a thing that we've talked about before, like you don't read well and it's not a matter of being able to actually read and decipher and comprehend. It's a matter of you're just not a word thinker. It's, if I want you I to don't read want something, to. no, you don't want to. And even when you do want to, even when I send you things and say, hey, will you please read this? Hey, I need you to get inside my head on this. And you want to understand what your wife is thinking or feeling, and you still have a hard time. It has gotten know, worse.
1: It has gotten worse in the last five years. I just want to get to the point. What is the point here?
0: Well, I think that the sepsis probably didn't help your brain functioning. Having that many days of that high of a fever, probably. I think that your testosterone lost the
1: testosterone has lost lost my patience. Of yes, there's not that Not getting too. to the point. Yes, as you're, well.
0: You're you're less attuned to those stereotypically feminine conversational extras.
1: Yes, there's a lot of extras. <laughs> Oh, boy! Is she extras okay, well, in any case, I did forget a lot of things after the sepsis, which but. is fine because I don't remember them, and I don't care <laughs> but um,
0: but what is the gist of this email? What are the things that our boy is supposedly fearful of this time he's afraid of gender. <laughs>
1: As far as I can tell.
0: <laughs> Which is why we wanted to talk about this to the microphone to all of your friends, because like, how does this happen?
1: Right. And I, I just, I don't buy it. I mean, I, I know I read the first part and saying that he's expressing a lot of confusion over trans issues in the past couple months, well, really ever since I transitioned, especially as he gets older. Okay, that's the first part I can't swallow is as he gets older because he's not getting older. No and This is not age appropriate for him to be
0: No and this, this confused. Is, he just started with a new doctor who did genetic testing and said basically that he is experiencing not only a cognitive developmental delay, but a physiological developmental delay as well. Like his body is the body of an eight-ish year old. He is not physiologically 12 either.
1: So it gets, to me, it just gets more, I'd say convoluted, but I feel like it was put together in this way of, I don't know why. And then I remember the why. Um,
0: It was very intentionally designed to sound reasonable about a bunch of unreasonable things
1: it, which is what it always is as far as I can tell which I'm not is why, disagreeing with you which is why I don't find it reasonable mm-hmm. and and that's that's where I'm at right I, I just you know I don't um and then the other thing is that she says she's told him repeatedly to talk to me about it and she says he's afraid to approach me about it well he's not effing afraid to tell me to fuck off No. If he doesn't want to do something.
0: And this is what the therapist said. This is not a child who is scared to talk about things. He will just come up and start yammering about everything.
1: Um, He's afraid to approach me. and then This
0: kid is not scared of us.
1: With number zero child identifying as they, he just doesn't understand the whole thing. Yes, he does.
0: He explains it just fine to us.
1: He seemed to have it just fine. Yep. When we've had conversations about it. Mm -hmm. Because when he wants to talk to us and get our attention, he needs to talk about things in a reasonable way and sound knowledgeable about it in the conversation. And that's how he gets attention.
0: Yes. When he approaches things by acting as close to his age as he is capable, then we give him that positive reinforcement. Yes, let me engage in the conversation about whatever the hell topic you're bringing up. I don't care if it's Sonic the Hedgehog or gender or toenail fungus. If you are talking reasonably to me, I will reinforce to you that that's a positive thing.
1: Well, it goes on with other um, things that don't match when I read them. That's mostly what I could tell you. See, being a process person, I can read it and then I could say, that doesn't match. And my brain struggles with the fact that it doesn't match. Yes. And then I can't.
0: And did she do the same thing? I haven't, I only skimmed it, but it was, is, is it the same thing where it doesn't even match internally, the consistency? She says something early in the note that contradict something later in the
1: note. Everything always contradicts. And that's what drives me, you know, away from figuring out how to approach it. Yes. So here's one of the things that I didn't read before because I just couldn't get there. Uh, She says she thinks a lot of it came from the pride parade where he said he saw people with both male and female body parts and it totally threw him. I saw no people with extra parts. How about you? No.
0: I think he was trying to show off to her that he had seen naked bodies and she expressed concern and so he went into concern trolling mode. Yes. Does that sound like a reasonable scenario of what probably actually happened?
1: Yes, because he had mentioned the time before, right, When next time he went there after Pride that he had been sitting on his scooter when the big guy, the big naked guy came uh-huh. towards him with his weenie, stick uh-huh. it out. uh uh-huh. Yeah. So that, you know, I know he didn't like that and he, he was just like, holy shit, what's going on here? Why is that? necessary. Yeah. And we're, this is what we're thinking every time he does something that's unnecessary.
0: Yeah. But but then we had this discussion and you heard that discussion that he and I had where I'm, you know, informing him, here's, you know, here's the terms, here's... And I even checked in with him that he understood that you were a man and that you had had the wrong kind of body, but you got it fixed because your brain was a man. And he understood that. Like he he, he was on board with it. He's not confused about that. He could recite that back to us the number of times we've talked about it, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. And this other part of the conversation before that was about his mom having a few whiskers and was she going to grow a beard? And he didn't want her to be his dad. He wanted her to stay his mom. And I'm just like, what?
0: Because all of this always has to come back to something about her. So bottom line. She
1: does think that it's um a good idea to talk to the therapist about it. So well, I wrote back and said, I will consult the therapist.
0: The thing that I found interesting was she didn't say talk to the boy's therapist or have the boy talk to his therapist. She said you need to talk to your gender therapist about how to talk to the kid about it. She's not letting this be his concern. She's not letting this be his process. It needs to be your problem.
1: I wonder if I can bring him. I wonder if my therapist has time before school starts. She might. She would probably love to get an eyeball on him. I'm sure. Yeah, I bet she would. <laughs> well,
0: she also wanted to see you and I together once upon a time, too, to sort of yeah. get a feel for that. And I'm still up for that, but it just hasn't, you know, we haven't had the time. Well, we
1: can do that even after school's in because that's Yes, because that's
0: not, yeah, but yeah. definitely there's that. But I think that even doing that is acquiescing to her bullshit quite frankly because i think first we need to talk to the boys therapist and find out is this even really a concern or is this him over exaggerating or her overreacting or a little bit of both because they feed each other because they're the same like that
1: it's all of that. I'll tell you right now. But we'll go to the therapist and confirm it. That's the way I look at it. Yep. He talks to the boy in a way that you talk to a young child. Mm-hmm. And But
0: not with the tone that you would use with a young child. He makes he makes the boy feel like he's being heard like a twelve year old. Mm-hmm. He's very skilled at making the kid feel heard in the way the kid wants to feel heard.
1: Right. And because I can leave the room and he can talk to his therapist, the therapist can usually get to the bottom of it. If the boy's having overwhelming feels about something, he starts crying and then he then he tells everything. Mm-hmm. Which is
0: And most of the time it's about his mother's health or his whatever else his mother has taught him to be afraid of.
1: Well, and that's, that's what I in part think this is too, is, you know, she's been sick and he hasn't seen her as much in the last couple of weeks. Like he he went camping and then he didn't see her for quite a bit. And that's usually how it works. Mm -hmm. It was a big, you know, big trip.
0: That's the nature of sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. And when you have the spoons, you do what you can.
1: Right. So I I really think it was him overtired, not sleeping, because he had a friend over there too, and they were having a sleepover.
0: There's no sleeping at a sleepover.
1: In case anybody ever wondered. In case we never mentioned it. Continue. Um, And that was his way of winding himself up to get her wound up to...
0: Which sounds about right, because on her social media, she even made a post of her like working on her art, like a, a selfie of her working on her art with the quote that our boy had said, don't bother mom, she's working like she knows that he knows that she's unavailable to him when he's there.
1: Yeah, I really think it's just about the dynamics that go on between them. But the, the thing is, it never, it never serves me to say what I think reality is, because then it really just... No. It, explosions get bigger and it gets more nonsense. But... If I go to the therapist and I say, I come back and I say, well, you know...
0: The therapist thinks you're full of shit.
1: <laughs> uh, Which he
0: basically told her to her face...
1: I think, In much
0: more diplomatic language once.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if the therapist says, tell her the boy is trying to wind her up. That sounds about right. And
0: the thing that I said the other day and that you are sort of cogitating on and that you said you will be talking to your own therapist about, which I think is a good idea, is the fact that this cycle does keep repeating and there's really no way for us to extract or even distance ourselves from it. And there are going to continue being negative consequences for us whenever she decides there will be negative consequences for us
1: my therapist is very aware of that
0: and how to. my
1: therapist has said this is not going to stop
0: interact in ways that can minimize her potential for damage
1: yeah well the ways that that my therapist thought that would would be best for that was to keep his therapist and you know get him there periodically Mm -hmm. um and expect it to con- don't expect it to go away and keep it squashed. I mean, we've we've done it. You know, all the things we needed to do. We've kept them in therapy, and that's what we can manage. Yep, that's what's reasonable. Um, and th- those are, I mean, and try not to go too crazy over it. Which is, th- there's never in those emails. There's always a and this and this and that and that and the next thing and everything's a problem. And usually, I just try to get to one sentence and say. Yeah, I think I'll consult his therapist about that.
0: I think you said the therapist, though, instead of his therapist. So that's good that you didn't clarify, because she said you need to talk to your therapist about how you should be talking to him.
1: Yeah, I did say the therapist's. So you did So I didn't say when I would do what but I knew that I would get him right away and he they had an opening for this coming Friday but I couldn't do it I my schedule's too full. Mm. So he's going to go the next Friday. What time? You don't need to go.
0: Oh okay, that's right.
1: It's about him and his fear of gender. <laughs> And you probably Uh, won't help that.
0: No, although I don't know, does he even, it's funny because he'll say things when he's with me that say that he has a playful understanding of gender, that he has nothing like a fearful understanding because he'll say something about this and this and that and she this. And if he's talking about me, like talking to me about me in the third person or talking to his sister about me in the third person or talking about number zero in the third third person you know anytime he would be using third person pronouns he'll say she or he or they. you know he'll say a gendered pronoun and then he'll say or they or he or whatever and he'll say it like it's a, a funny thing like not in a ridiculous way but in a joyful haha here's a fun thing about the world kind of way like he's joyous in that Flexibility and fluidity—it's not fearful to him at all.
1: Yeah, and come to think of it, when we were walking from the park up towards the Castro to go to the store, mm-hmm. and we were talking, and he saw some women that he could tell were in transition.
0: This was the discussion we talked about right. before. Yeah, he 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 mentioned it. He as never
1: like a- he never at any point said he didn't like it or he was scared or it made him uncomfortable.
0: No, and if you watch his body language, he was like proud of himself for noticing.
1: Yeah, he was proud of himself for being comfortable. And he was
0: like, this was not a a scary thing. It was a point of pride that he was aware and familiar and that he was enjoying this diversity.
1: Right. Like he's never figured out our tall friend.
0: No, he just says, someday I'm going to be tall like her.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like that is not allowed for that woman to be taller than me. (laughs) So there. Um,
0: and it doesn't hurt that he and our tall friend are also both kind of alike in that you know awkwardly social way where they don't quite grok social skills, probably because of some developmental concern. You think? I think that.
1: I think that's like when a, our
0: tall friend would have been learning those skills, she was getting kicked in the face with dysphoria, and we've talked about that before.
1: Yeah, and kicked in the face too, because that's what happens to
0: yes, actually
1: physically kicked in the face as well. Who look like little boys. Yes, and so yes isn't everything else beat. For her,
0: it's not a organic delay. It's an environmentally caused delay, but I think there definitely were some missed social skills there. She's said before when she and I were talking, we go out for dinner Two or three times a year, and she said, "You know, I don't know. I'm I'm weird socially. Things are things are weird. I don't I don't get people sometimes. And mm-hmm. you know, she's she's acknowledged that her social skills are a little bit beyond the norm."
1: Well, we talked about that a little bit with our lawyer friend last night about not having the socialization yes. when you're younger, and so you're you know in uncharted waters, really mm-hmm. trying to yeah figure out if you have the right boat it's correct to be in that water yep so
0: she has a different set of social skills i should say i guess she she learned how to survive that while she was not learning other skills
1: yeah you you conserve your energy and survival is serious situation
0: yeah so
1: I see a different side of him, but I'm not as be, being not as good at words for me to write back and say, you know, it's very interesting to hear this part because this is a side of him I see, and then describing all these things that we see about him being joyous and curious and happy
0: about gender, not scared of gender, no, and the other things that might be beneficial to write back are, oh, and by the way. Every single time he comes home from your house, he's a little asshole because he's been spoiled and he has no sense of day and night and he has no sense of other people existing. Okay, never mind. That won't actually help anything. It's just my wishful thinking.
1: Okay, you can have that wishful thinking.
0: So our boy is not scared of gender, but he may be telling his mother that he is and she's definitely telling us that she thinks he is Mm -hmm. and that it started with your transition.
1: Apparently, despite that all those kids really cared about at that...
0: When we had that family meeting?
1: Gender reveal meeting was, can we have ice cream now? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I don't have anything else really So reasonable, I'm sure.
0: (laughs) Fair enough.
1: So is that it? I think that's it. Okay.
0: We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time, we are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening!
1: Okay. Okay. This this goes right here?
0: Yes, that's a pop. <coughs> Won't keep it from still being super loud if you cough directly at the microphone. Oh,
1: sorry. You want to start it over?
0: No. But yeah, it'll do the same thing that the foam thing over it used to do, except now it won't have the same kind of interference that the foam thing had. At least I hope not.
1: You won't know till you try.
0: When I edit it, I'll clean it up and it'll be all right. At the very worst, it'll be the way it was before I put the foam thing on there. Okay. Are we good?
1: I don't know. Probably. Okay. Good enough.
0: Yes, you are. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is... <clears throat> <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Try again. Get a drink of water.
1: Okay, so next time, no root beer. We,
0: we've been over this in six years, numerous times, that you so have sugar right before.
1: <clears throat> I wasn't thinking was sugar, because it wasn't candy.
0: <laughs> you're lucky. You're
1: cute. I don't usually have soda, so I didn't think about I it. I know. Yeah.
0: But that's why we don't usually have soda, because it's sugar.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Okay.
0: Hi, I'm Jess.
1: And I'm George. Yes. <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> See, I had—I I forgot to tell them no cheese. Oh. So you had soda. I had cheese. We're both.
1: <clears throat> yep, <Yeah>, we are. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, so. As long
0: as you don't clear your throat while you're talking or directly into the I, microphone. I'm trying not
1: to. Yeah, I'm trying, to, re-
0: trying to remember. I appreciate that. Yeah, then yeah. it'll be easy. It won't be too much trouble to cut. Go ahead.
1: I always have this idea that someday we'll just do a podcast and there won't be too much editing, but that's probably pretty funny, huh?
0: It is pretty funny. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, yeah, well, it's like that with house projects, too. You think, oh, maybe this one will be easier. Shaking my head no.
0: Never.
1: Very slowly shaking my head no.